Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Welcome back once again, everybody, to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. Jesus. I'm so excited about today's episode. I'm sorry. Do you want to introduce the guest? Oh my, oh wait, wait, you're lit. hold on. You're literally <laughs> blowing out the microphone so we can't hear you at all. So, okay. So just take it down a notch and okay. then tell everybody. Okay. Michael Boyle is back on the podcast, everybody. Who's that? Who's that guy? Sounds like a cool guy. Yeah. Wait, so Michael, for those of you who are new listeners, um, then you might not know Michael, but back like before the pandemic and in like the first year of our podcast, right? Or year and a half, yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Michael was our resident astrologer. And every month we had him on and we would just die laughing. And he would also tell us all the information about astrology and would make dad jokes and sex jokes. And I would try to get everybody back on track. And we missed the time. So, Michael, he hasn't been back since then. I'll have to look at what episode it is. But, Michael, welcome back. Thank you so much. Yeah. What a dad jokes that I made. I don't remember the dad. You did. Joke. You made a couple dad jokes. It was good. I, I probably though. did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Wow. It's really cool to be back. Yeah. The pandemic. Hit. I remember it was at the beginning of uh, Pisces season. So because uh, we did a whole year, we did 12. So we did like one for each uh, sign. And then uh, just pandemic hit. Hey, it fucked a lot of shit up. Um, yeah. yeah like astral. But basically, yeah. Basically, a lot of shit fell apart for me big time uh, as a kind of knock-on result of the pandemic. Like, I was, I've been, well, I was going to say was, but it's not finished. I have been fortunate that I haven't, like, caught COVID or whatever. So it was just, like, knock-on stuff um, from that. That basically took up all my time, and uh, it was just a whole thing. Astrologically, uh, remember we were talking about, like, the Saturn and – we spoke about Saturn and Pluto all fucking year uh, – and because they were having a conjunction in, uh, well, I think it was January, could have been February. Um, but anyway, that that basically for me just fucked everything up. <laughs> and it fucked up everything for the world. So uh, everything we live in a whole new world now, like big time. So um, it's been almost like a whole year. But anyway, here I am and I could not be more excited. And I'm already laughing my ass off here on Airblown. <laughs> well, we're so happy to have you back. And you already told us, you're like, listen, guys, I have a whole deep dive. You guys aren't even ready. So you've basically prepared a lesson. So, I mean, don't. I really have. Don't let us chime in with funny jokes every now and then. I just want you to be aware. I've actually, I've got, I've taken extensive notes and I've put an asterisk wherever I'm expecting an Ambrosia Matthews signature joke. (laughs) Good. Okay. Excellent. I can't wait. 
<laughs> okay, great stuff. So I want to talk about um, the Pluto. Again, it's Pluto. I know they're like this guy and the Pluto thing, but you got loads Pluto. of new listeners. Like I just said to you a minute ago, you guys are like podcast celebrities now. You've got like a what, what like top top ten, top whatever in the in the podcast charts. Number five, five, number five now. Holy shit! Great stuff. So deserved. Um, so I was going to say, like old school listeners will be like oh man pluto again this guy took a year off still talking about pluto but uh, everyone knew so i love pluto but you didn't know that so i want to talk about the pluto return uh in the natal chart of the united states of america oh, oh shit i'm ready for this what title? i'm oh. scared i don't know if i'm ready <laughs> all right let me take a second okay i'm ready let's do it Okay, cool stuff. So basically, so we're talking about the USA's Pluto return, um, which takes just less than 250 years to, for Pluto to get all the way around. So like people don't get them uh, because people awesome. generally don't live to like 245 years or whatever. Um, so because it's so slow as well, it's more like a period of time than an event. So in right now, we're in the USA's like Pluto return kind of time. So people probably might have heard of uh, their Saturn return, which is the thing that happens in your life between like 28, 30 years old. So Saturn kind of represents uh, like rules and discipline and things like that. So your Saturn return is kind of like, uh, I'm going to uh, take a little explanation here from an astrologer called Karen Yee. That's Karen, K-A-R-I-N-E-Y-E-W-E, sorry. So she says your Saturn return is like a time to take a test and then also to get the results of that test. So that's when you kind of find out like what it is to like really be a grown up. It's like when all your friends start having babies or maybe you start having babies and then you're like, oh my God, responsibility, like, but like real responsibility. Um, or like you get married and you're like, shit, I really got to like commit like with a legal legally binding document to like this relationship so like all that kind of stuff we're maybe familiar with as a saturn return so pluto return uh if pluto is i'm going to say represents uh power disintegration and then the subsequent rebirth and also exposing our shadows right mm. so everyone's got a pluto placement in their chart but no individual human being still alive is going to get a pluto return so let's say that then the pluto return of the united states or of any a nation state or business or whatever is like a test of like the dirty laundry and the skeletons that it's got in the closet so the big question is if this is a test only one question for the usa which is has the usa made the best use of its birth chart since its inception that's probably not i would say probably not holy shit <laughs> holy shit we're just getting started in this deep dive oh my god um <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so excited. I was spent like I, I got I had this idea and I spent like days like digging into this. Oh, it's so good. So oh my God. <laughs> there's like a problem when you sorry. try and cast. <laughs> sorry. Pause for laughter. <laughs> cool. Got okay. it. Um so there's like a little a little bit of an interesting thing when you try and set like um a natal chart for like a business or like a nation, because it's kind of hard to like specify one day a lot of the time. Like with a person, you get like, oh, this person was born in this place on this day at this time. And then you can like bang, just easy nowadays in the computer, clickety clack, and you got a natal chart, no problem. Um yeah. but with like nations, they like, you know, maybe they were like started like in like prehistory or like they change and they change names and they change whatever so it's like kind of confusing so i've got two examples here of previous um or also current one of them's great britain uh nations that we can say like they were 
they were founded like in this year so we can say like the that they had a Pluto return because a lot of nations don't survive like long enough really so like uh-huh. like Germany Germany and Italy are like 150 years old like as a country uh, before then they were like a big bunch of like principalities and, and shit like that so two examples from history number one it's a big one it's the Roman Empire oh, oh shit so <laughs> I'm not I I'm not a big um uh, I don't know a lot about the Roman Empire. So my main source for this is an astrologer called Ray Grass. That's G-R-A-S-S-E via astro.com. You can look that up. So uh, he's taken the Roman Empire's birth date as being 27 BC, right? Which means that their first, they, they survived one and then they had a second one. So their first Pluto return was 216 to 223 AD was the first Pluto return of the Roman Empire, right? So again, being asked the same kind of time. questions. that Right? Well, yeah, because it's like 200. That's the same length of time since 1776 to, to now, right? So okay. that's, um, so they were being asked the same question. Like, have they made the best use of, of like what's in their birth chart? So this period was marked by a lot of the pitfalls of like excess. Um, one particular example I found, which is absolutely nuts, was there was an emperor called... Elagabalus. Let's just go with that. Yeah, and uh, right, going. some guy. <laughs> <laughs> Elagabalus. What a supportive friend! Unbelievable. Um, so uh, he had this uh, this banquet hall, which he had like a false ceiling put on, and then above the false ceiling, what he did was he had like all these like flower petals that he was gonna like release like on his dinner guests, just because oh, he was nice. the Roman emperor. Right, it's nice, right? Yeah. But it was way way excessive to the point but actually some people died apparently because they were smothered by just how many flower petals oh my god that sounds like something i might do like try to be really nice but like suffocate you with my love literally (laughs) too much right see everyone else has got like on there like if i was rich i would like nice house lamborghini and then ambrosia matthews is like no i just want to like smother people with love Smother people literally with love. No big deal. And so, so that's like a good signifier of like the kind of excess that was like coming up and like actually kind of started to suffocate the Roman Empire to the point that actually it split. And then you ended up with basically two halves. It was the Western half and the Eastern half of, of, uh, of the Roman Empire. It got so big that it basically, yeah. it was too big. So it was a split, right? So actually there were two capitals in 286 were in the western one it was still rome and the east it was constantinople where basically split to be like two empires right two halves of like one empire with two capitals mad shit so that was like the result of their pluto return test was like nah you fucked it right wow i just want to say like right off the bat that's crazy like kind of foreshadowing because i literally said to like i don't know if this is where you're going with it but like i literally said to ambi recently i'm like do you feel there's like a this happening like it's like like really like there's feels like the divide is getting stronger and um it, it i it really feels like yeah separation is happening as a result of everything that happened last year in many ways so It, yeah, because it's basically you're, you're setting the test now, so all these questions are being asked, right? Mm-hmm. But the good news is that Rome, the uh, Roman Empire, survived their first Pluto return, and they had their second one in 461 to 468 AD, right? Which is when it really started to fall apart. It had been like getting like attacked and invaded and like sacked by like Huns and Vandals and other people they called like barbarians or whatever, because 
you know, it was two millennia ago and they were unbelievably racist. But um, so then basically the Western Empire was eventually abolished in 480 AD, which is like what? Was that like 15 years after their second Pluto return? The Roman Empire was abolished after, like right after. And as a result of, I mean, not as a result, but let's astrologically, you could say as a result of like their second Pluto return, mad shit, right? So all this is just like painting like why a Pluto return is significant, right? Yeah. Boom. You're not going to believe this next one. You're not going to fucking believe it. Oh my God. I'm excited. <laughs> tell me after how excited you are, right? Actually, okay. we'll, be, we'll, we'll be able to tell. So <laughs> Great Britain. So again, this is a difficult one because you can say like England was uh, like founded in 1066 and there's like a different date for like the Kingdom of Scotland and all this shit. I'm going to say 1st of May, 1707 is my date for Great Britain, which was the Acts of Union. But this one, I really do. This was all my... Never mind. What's his name? This is all my fucking research, right? Okay. Acts of right. Union, which um, took the Kingdom of Scotland and the Kingdom of England and formed them into the United Kingdom of Great Britain. So, like later, Ireland and Wales, whatever, came apart. But first of May, seventeen o six, which means that the exact date of the first Pluto return of Great Britain was the twenty fifth of July, nineteen fifty two. Right. So as I say, that's the exact date, but it's like a kind of process. So what happened in 1952? You're not going to fucking believe this. Uh, the 6th of February, 1952, George VI died. That's the king of Great Britain. He died. And as a result, his daughter, whose name was Elizabeth, became the queen. Oh, shit. And then is now like the longest reigning monarch in the history of any monarch ever. Wow. Mad shit. Wow. So, Let's paint that, right? They're like, George VI was a popular leader. He was the leader through, he was like the figurehead of Great Britain through World War II. So like Nazi Germany, like decides to like bombard the shit out of like Great Britain before invading. And there's this like epic fucking aerial like battle with these like planes. It's called the Battle of Britain and stuff. And this, uh, this guy, George VI was like the figurehead of like basically standing up to pure fucking evil. So he was like really popular. Mm. He dies. Elizabeth um, is like a really young woman like when she becomes the queen um, but obviously she's like now when you if someone anyone in the world if you say to them the queen that's what they think of right yeah. because mm-hmm. she's just like what you think she's of when you think of a queen yeah. exactly right so this like Pluto return for, for the United Kingdom was like a big deal because it was like reassessing their uh, it was calling into question like the power that it had um, I've got a statistical loads of statistics right 1920 the uh, British Empire controlled 24% of the Earth's total land area, like a quarter of the wow. whole Earth, right? Wow. In 1920. 1956, just after this Pluto return, there was what's called the Suez Crisis, which finally cemented the British Empire as like past its heyday. Mm. So you got this like calling into question of like challenging, like what have you been doing? You got all this power, what have you been doing with it? Mm. Um, also in 1952 was when the UK announced that it had a nuclear bomb like announced this like nuclear capability and also uh, a lad called Jeffrey Dummer with no B because he was no dumbass. He was a hell of a genius. And he presents the first concept of an integrated circuit, which was basically the first microchip. So that, wow. right. Microchip. All that shit in, in 1952. Wow. Bad shit. So I just want to say real fast that yeah. I think you should have like a whole show History with Michael. History and astrology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Astrology. And I would totally watch that show and listen to it because I'm on the edge of my seat with the way that you're describing history right now. 
Thanks. I was thinking Sorry, also like you need like graphics and stuff. It's yeah. like it's like I lots know. of like graphic editing. It's like while you're telling the story. Okay. I'm totally okay. seeing that. Go ahead, Ambi. Or no. go ahead, Michael. I'll continue. Yeah, go ahead, Ambi. No, what will happen next, Ambi? <laughs> Okay, so so that's like two examples of like historical Pluto returns and like the big fucking questions and impact that that period of time had for those nations, right? So let's look at the USA's birth chart. The USA has the same birthday as Ambi. Oh Makes yes, sense. yeah, Fourth right? of July, of course, Fourth of July, right? Fourth of July, and it was its birthplace is Philadelphia, right? The Liberty Bell and all Where that. I live. Weird, isn't that weird? You and I together, like <laughs> right. crazy. Okay, magic. So just like Ambi, the USA has a cancer son, right? So like all that stuff about like wanting to nurture people. So like Ambrosia Matthews is like, just like we said a minute ago, like smothering people with love. Like, <laughs> is, like Ambi is like a, a fucking, and by the way, I'm aware that like this could be taken a certain way, but I'm, I mean, entirely as a compliment. You're like a natural mother, like okay. so good yeah. at like all this motherly stuff. I appreciate um, you. Obviously, apart from like you're a whole person apart from that. We all know that. Um, so the USA, all that stuff about like, I don't know what the quote is, but like, give me your, was it give me your hungry and your poor, all that stuff. Yep. Yep. That, that's fucking. That, we don't know the quote either. That's why we're just saying, yeah. <laughs> that's the only part of it I know. <laughs> the, you're just, tired, tired. Like, you're tired and you're poor. Yeah. It's like hungry. that. This, this kind of reminds me of the time that Joe Biden tried to say, he was like, all men are created by what you, well, you know the thing, you know that. <laughs> You know it. You guys know it. Yeah, you, we don't you know need right to say it. Uh, I also wanted to say I'm clearly not an American, right? I've never been to the USA, so I'm also talking about the USA, and I'm well aware that like the whole point of like the American Revolution was to like not have to listen to the opinions of someone born fucking other side of the world. So just like throw throw the baby out with whatever bathwater you like. <laughs> um, so USA is a cancer sun. It's also got an Aquarius moon, uh, which is cool because like all this kind of like entrepreneurial spirit, all this like inventiveness, all this like uh, no idea is too crazy kind of thing. Like the whole land that's, of opportunity, right? Yeah. All the, everything from fucking Thomas Edison to like Steve Jobs and like Benjamin Franklin, all that stuff. That's like really like Aquarius kind of territory. So it's really interesting. You've got this cancer moon, uh, sorry, cancer sun and aqua moon in the USA birth chart. Pluto in the USA's birth chart is at 27 degrees, 33 minutes Capricorn, to be precise. So once again, Pluto, what I'm going to say is relating to power, uh, disintegration, and then a rebirth after that, uh, and like exposing shadows and things like that. And in this kind of, uh, in this narrative I'm weaving, I'm going to talk about Capricorn as being about structure, rules, and the establishment. Mm. Okay. Right. So before we get specifically into the USA, right, let's talk about how Pluto, um, so Pluto now is in Capricorn. It's transiting Capricorn just now. It's so far away that it's so fucking slow that it takes 250 years about to get around everything. So it actually entered Capricorn in 2008, oh. right? And it's, it's still there now. Um, and it's going to, it's actually going to be there until twi- like another year, another year and a half. Um, so it entered Capricorn. So let's look at what happened in 2008. Oh my God. All these things that, that heralded like Pluto about like disintegration, rebirth, exposing shadows uh, about the establishment and so on. Zewan, here's a quiz, right? 10 points if you can tell me one of the things on my super important list about, do you remember anything on the world stage that happened in 2008? Um, 
Was it the housing crisis? Was it? Yo, it so was. Yeah, it the housing so crisis. Was. Good job, yeah, Alexa. Ding, 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 ding. So this like establishment kind of thing, Pluto comes in and says, first thing we're going to do, we're going to fuck everything up. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because yeah. like I was saying, it was like disintegration and then the rebirth. So financial crisis, which really exposed the mechanisms of power and how mm-hmm. power is consolidated and wielded by like the powers that be, which really is like the flavor of like Pluto and Capricorns. So that was like, um, it entered in like late 2008 and that was at the beginning but or the whole year. So, but it's still, as I say, a process. Also, as like a really interesting companion to like that whole financial meltdown was that Bitcoin was invented in 2008, right? I know that. The same year, yeah. right? So it's like, at the same time, you've got this like problem that everyone's seeing with like centralized like banking systems and so on. And then right next to it, someone comes up with, are people we don't actually know because Bitcoin's like inventor or inventors are anonymous still. So it's like that was invented the same the same year. Um, was that like a, do you think that that, and maybe I'm response? just, there we go. Thank you. I didn't know if that was a stupid question or not, but I asked it. So here we go. I, I mean, I've, you cannot, I've asked the stupidest questions in my life. Like, no stupid questions. There are no stupid questions. Exactly. Thanks, um, so whether or not it was like someone th- saw that in the news and was like, Oh my God, I'm going to do something about that, possibly. But speaking about this astrologically, I think it's better to think about it like like the same kind of uh, air or like energy, let's say, uh, that contributed to like people being able to see through all the kind of like murky bullshit of like the global financial system also birthed the idea of like Bitcoin. So whether or not it was like a person seeing on the news, I don't know. But both of those things are like big time Pluto and Capricorn. Okay. Basically, I don't know, is the answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good answer. Uh, a couple of other things that happened in 2008. So Anonymous, like the hacker group Anonymous, yeah. began its like first big campaign, which was against Scientology. That was their thing. So like they, they had already existed, but that was like their first like big thing, which is another thing that is kind of relates to WikiLeaks and stuff about like seeing through like the levers of power, see like, oh, who's, who's working these levers, you know, let's see who they mm-hmm. are. Um, there was a lot of riots and protests in the underdeveloped world about like food and fuel prices because they were going through the roof and they couldn't afford them. Uh, Google Chrome, Android, and Spotify were all launched that year. Wow. Right. So think about the impact that Spotify has had on the music industry. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Fucking huge. huge. Android, like a competitor to like, obviously to like um, iOS. Is that what it's called? Apple. <laughs> uh, Spot the Android guy doesn't even know what the <laughs> Apple shit's called. Um <laughs> And also, oh my God! So, do you guys know what the Large Hadron Collider yes, is or was? The boson Higgs yeah. or Higgs boson? Exactly, Higgs boson. They were looking for the Higgs boson. Basically, in Switzerland, these scientists built this big fucking uh, like Hot Wheels track, <laughs> and they were like, "Right, we're going to send like electrons or whatever around like near the speed of light to like smash into each other and see what's going to happen." Right, and there was like a small chance it was going to create a black hole. So people were like, "Shit, maybe you don't do that." And they were like, "Fuck it, press the button." Right. Oh my God, are you kidding That's me? That's what this, they think actually happens? collapsed our reality. That's the theories that our reality actually did collapse in 2012 because of the Higgs boson collider. And the people at CERN, right? C-E-R-N, CERN, yeah. That's ridiculous. So I've seen a lot of stuff. People saying like, you know, shit started to get really weird ever since that like possible black hole thing. Anyway, that happened in 2008 as well. Do you ever wonder if like, let's say that we're in like an observation tank and there are aliens above us, right? You ever wonder if the aliens are like, 
Why are they pushing this button? The fuck are they doing down there? Like, <laughs> take it away from them. What are they doing? Remove Maybe they that. did. Maybe, Maybe they, they snuck did. in at, at night and just like snipped a wire or whatever. <laughs> you kids can't play with this anymore. Okay? <laughs> pretty much. Like, Maybe they just pretty much kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like when my kids stick their finger in the socket, like, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> Unnecessary. They're exploring. Go ahead, Michael. Maybe it's almost like they they were like, right, okay, so they gave them like a, an imaginary socket that like wasn't connected to anything, so they can like stick the. Maybe they did that. Maybe they gave us this like castrated large hadron collider. They're like, <laughs> but, but also the the whole thing about that that is that like. After 2012, that's when like Mandela effect stuff like really started ramping up too. Right. So that was everyone's theory of like, oh, like that's even more proof that like we're not in the same reality. Like we switched realities because like one of our realities collapsed. I don't know. Anyway, it's crazy. Like, but, but right, but I'm saying all the so like 2012 is like one thing because of like the way the minds like calculated stuff. But if we're like astrologically like that, all that shit happened in 2008, which was 2008. Pluto. Yeah, Pluto gotcha. entering Capricorn, right? And since right. then, all this kind of similar stuff has continued. We had like the Panama Papers, remember that? Where like blew the lid off like yeah. all these mm. fucking people hiding their money like yes. way offshore so they don't pay yep, tax and all yes. this stuff, right? Yes, yes. Social media has really come into its own. Um, there's been like all this and all like the data mining and all like the privacy stuff that came along with that and everything like um like on all this stuff about like nations across the world like spying on each other and like hacking each other's shit and like whether or not they're like fixing each other's elections and like all this shit but it's like we all know about it (laughs) because it's like Pluto's in Capricorn so it's like like uh, what did I say like exposing shadows of like all this shit Mm -hmm. that's been going on the whole time when was the Snowden thing? Was that around the same time? Uh, you know, Edward Snowden? Could be. It could, I think that was a couple of years later, actually. That was sort of a WikiLeaks okay. spot. You could be right. But it's like that around about that time. It definitely happened as Pluto was in Capricorn. So you're right. That definitely fits just the whole. It came up intuitively. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Good job. Okay, so, yeah, that, that was top drawer. In- <laughs> top drawer. Top drawer. By the way, I was trying – I couldn't think of the word intuition there. That's pretty ironic. Uh, I was like, what's the word? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, all right. So that's what's, that's what's been going on as Pluto's been in Capricorn, like now, like in our time, right? But the last time it was in Capricorn was like 240 odd years ago, right? So the same kind of questions were being raised around about the time that the USA was was founded, right? Mm. But they were about like obviously a different a different world, a different society, right? So like that uh, back in like the 1770s or so on was uh, is now known as like the Enlightenment or like the Age of Reason, which was like uh, ideas about like empirical evidence in science and things like that, like um, evidence of like senses and stuff, like what you can see and smell and hear, whatever, that's what's fucking real. Um, and like progressive like philosophy and politics and whatever started to get written. Um, uh, like the wealth of nations was like written around that time, which was basically the kind of treatise that uh, is kind of started kind of capitalism or kind of like solidifying, sorry, like capitalism as a thing. Also Rousseau wrote um, The Social Contract, which if you read it, it was written like before the USA uh, was like founded and stuff, but it's basically a really like uh, concise exposition of like these enlightenment ideals of like constitutional government, basically, Mm. right? So and the USA was like a huge fucking deal because it was the first time that someone, that anyone had like founded a country like explicitly without a monarchy. There'd been like 
people dispose of our monarchy here or blah, 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 blah. But it was like, they were like, right, we're going to do this, this fucking thing, which George Washington called like the great experiment, you know, yeah. this whole thing, yeah. right? Um, and in the USA in particular, during the last Pluto in Capricorn was like a kind of signpost or a really good example of like a critique of the British Empire's abuses of its power and its exploitation of colonies and like its iron grip on the world's economy like to this day like english is the language of like international business right like and i'm sure a part of that is like the kind of the baton get passed over to the usa or whatever but that was like a huge deal so i want to talk for a little second about societal development this is like a, I, I told you it's a fucking deep dive right so basically this my theory for sorry my source for this like thing is a book called how europe underdeveloped africa written by Dr. Walter Rodney. Uh, fucking brilliant book. Unbelievable. Um, and in it, he talks, among other things, like talks a lot about development, obviously. So he talks about how human societies have developed, right? Or it seems pretty much uniform, like across the globe and throughout history. That it starts off with like nomadic peoples who eventually they settle down somewhere as they start to develop agriculture. Because if you're nomadic, you can't plant crops, and then be there to eat them like a year later. Like if you, oh shit, we forgot about our carrots on the other side of the thing. So then you end up start with like nomadic people. Then it starts to develop uh, into like kind of tribal structures, which are more um, uh, like they're not nomadic, whatever the word is for that. Stationary? Uh, stationary. You get 10 points as well. Six. 10 each. Uh, okay. So, and these tend to be fairly egalitarian because they can't really support um, they don't produce enough as like methods or, or like um, modes of production. They don't produce enough to support any specialists. Um, there's a really good series called, it's actually was a book, but it's a good film too, called Guns, Gems and Steel, which is looking at like why different parts of the world developed at different rates, whatever. It's really cool too. Hmm. So these tribal things, they can't really support specialists. So basically everyone needs to like pitch in and everyone needs to be a farmer and everyone needs to be like a builder and whatever. And there's basically no one there who, because they all need to be working because otherwise there's not going to be enough food for everyone right mm. then agriculture starts to develop and then it starts to be like a surplus of food which can support specialists or whatever and also you get this population pressure where people start to have sex and then they start to start producing more babies right so that they kind of grow and then they start to bump up against each other and then they start fighting over space and then that kind of merges into feudalism which is where you get like kings and queens and it's basically kings and queens and then everybody else at the fucking bottom. There's like no middle. It's like yeah. a kind of thing of feudalism, right? But over time, what starts to happen is like even among like basically the peasantry, you start to get like business owners and stuff who start to like uh, own a little bit of land and start to make a bit of money and like own the land. And then they like say, oh, you peasants, you can work on my land. I'll pay you a little bit. But it's basically you start to get this like middle class forming. Um, and that's basically what happened in the age of, of enlightenment was basically these private business owners demanded a greater share of the levers of power because like it, by law, it was like the king and then everybody else. And these like middle class people were saying, the bourgeoisie were saying, no, nah, like we're not the same as these peasants, right? So I want some, like a bigger a bigger slice of the cake here, right? They feel like it was like an unjust, like closed shop and they wanted like the opportunity to make something of themselves, right? So then you had this, like this all spilled over into this like wave of revolutions to establish capitalism eventually as like the dominant mode of production, right? USA is the most obvious one. It was the first one as well. Shortly after was the French Revolution where they just like all the guillotines and basically decapitated their kings and stuff in the streets and stuff, right? 
So what I want to say is like all that is like big time Pluto and Capricorn, that kind of questioning, like people saying, hey, what the fuck? That was happening last time Pluto was in Capricorn. Mm. And that has left an imprint on the USA's DNA as part of his birth chart. That's the end of that part. What do you think of that? Yeah. Sorry, me. No, go ahead. You go first. I was going to say like that what you're talking about with people questioning being like, wait, what the fuck? What's going on here? Like that definitely feels like um, resonant with what's going on right now. Lots of questioning, lots of people deciding to not just take things at face value uh, or that they want to experience something different. Um, I definitely see that occurring. Big time. Big time. So that was also like, that's like a good, it's good to have the example of like the last time. So like now in like the early, uh, in the early, by the way, do you know that people are now referring to the 1990s as the late 20th century? I know. No, but did you, oh. do you know the term, the, the aughts? Oh, no. no. I just that? learned that. That's the term for the zero, zero, the OOs. Pretty sure. Uh, the aughts. Okay. I think it's either that or the, the teens, but I'm, no, no, it's, it's the zero, zero. Okay, it'll be the aughts, yeah. You're the hip one here, so you're going to have to keep <laughs> me updated. Well, people are like, oh, in the early aughts. It's like, what? But that's what people Oh, say. fuck. People here say the naughties. Because, like, not, you know? The naughties. The naughties, yeah. Spot the guy who is, like, raised in Great Britain. Yeah. <laughs> the naughties. The naughties. Um, <laughs> okay, so now, this time around, Pluto and Capricorn. Interestingly, the USA, which was founded as this, like, rebellion against, like, the British Empire and against the entire idea and underlying assumptions of empire, now the USA is very much the empire, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So... So, like, for example, I've got some stats here. There are, there's, like, a bunch of different stats because they don't want to say how many. But basically, uh, I've seen, like, 700 foreign military bases, like, overseas, not in the USA. The the USA has 700 military bases in other countries, like, all over the world. So it's, like, military, like, dominant, like, all over the place. Um, In terms of finance, 61% of international foreign currency reserves are held in United States dollars. Mm. Wow. Obviously, it's it's like the kind of de facto like reserve currency of the world, right? Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Also, culturally, uh, I saw a list of like the highest grossing films of all time. I got to fifty and gave up. They're all in the USA. Like wow, <laughs> yeah, right. Because like think about it, like Bollywood in India, they make like fucking loads of like films. They make loads of money, but it's like a way lower percentage of people watch Bollywood outside of India than watch Hollywood outside of the USA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bollywood even took their name as like a reference to Hollywood, you know, (laughs) which kind of shows that. Um, And like, uh, like music artists, like Beatles are like number one, but like, um, and like Elton John, but like apart from that, the top 10 are all USA artists and stuff like that. So like the USA is like in this position where it was based based on these like revolutionary principles, but now it's like the empire of today which is like a weird thing and this is the kind of thing where it's like as a european maybe americans think i'm talking shite which is fair enough i probably am but anyway these are my views um so now as you were just saying alexa the same kinds of questions are being asked of capitalism right now that were being asked last time pluto was in capricorn of feudalism and that time feudalism was like the now this is bullshit we've got to sort this out nowadays people are like nah this this like capitalism like we've got to do something about it because it's just like one percent or like point one percent 
versus everybody else kind of thing. So mm-hmm. like now we're getting this like great expose of like the dirty laundry of the mechanisms uh, behind uh, behind this kind of system and exposing like the weaknesses and the foundational assumptions, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of things here you can kind of see. Um, remember what we were talking about with like the kind of difficulties and these kind of questions that the Roman Empire and the British Empire had around their Pluto return. So with the USA, we're starting to get like all these questions like now about like if the US dollar is like slipping in its like use, if like some countries are going to stop using it as their like reserve currency and things like that. Then of course, like as I said, Bitcoin, like cryptocurrency coming in and having this like, there's like not a need for um, what basically having this like decentralization of like what money is and like what, how to like store value and things like that. Social media like has been eroding the grip of like the establishment that it, the grip that it's had on like creativity. I mean, look what we're doing right now. This is a TV show. Yeah, it is. Like, it's ab- I mean, it used to be a radio show and then you guys took a little level up. <laughs> I know you don't have that <laughs> Andy, but, uh, so now, so it's like, like this wouldn't have been possible before. You know, it was like mm-hmm. you needed to know someone who, or you needed to have a load of money, you know, but nowadays it's like everyone, well, not everyone, but like a lot of people have got like phones and laptops who can just make a fucking show, yep. you know, yeah, um, things cool. like the military spending in the USA is is absurd. It's absolutely shocking. And I can't believe there's not more outcry because it's blatant corruption. The amount of money you guys spend versus everyone else is just nuts. Um, with that amount of money, if it wasn't being wasted, uh, you guys would have had like laser weapons or everybody. Um, versus <laughs> laser like, weapons, sharks <laughs> with lasers, or on you their know, head. like freaking laser like, beams. <laughs> or you know, like everyone in like would have food or something, something like oh, that. Well, oh yeah, that's exactly Alexa, what I'm talking about. Alexa right? went to the nice round. Michael and I are talking. I'm just about saying, awesome it's powers. like we preach these ideas of oh, well, there's not enough, and there's all this, and it's like well. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. There is enough, yeah. About that. Ex- exactly, right? And it's also the healthcare thing, right? Because, like, I, I was oh, born yeah. in, in the UK and, like, like watching Scrubs and stuff like that, like, you know, growing up, a lot of the jokes, like, were based on this presumption that the audience understands. And a lot of the drama was, like, that people can't afford their healthcare or whatever. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. there going, what? What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> you just walk in. Like, I mean, I... I I personally, I've had to like go to a hospital and have like scans and fucking whatever else like three, four times like in the last year or whatever. And it's been fucking free. In Scotland, we get free prescriptions as well. Like, and it's just, just a part of a thing. And like, yeah, no one's, you know. Oh yeah. It's it's all working for you. So like, why couldn't it work? Exactly. Exactly. Because I think that a lot, a lot of what, although it was this kind of like fraternity and whatever else a lot of the kind of ideas um of like equality and stuff and opportunity and everything that usa and also like france whatever was was uh, was running on at the time a lot of it was like freedom and justice for all oh except people with vaginas and oh also except people who aren't white oh except people who don't yeah. have land and you know um so like now if the question okay so shit I was going so well with these notes. So basically, I'll give you a date. The 20th of February, 2022 is the date of the exact conjunction of the Pluto return, right? So the exact date is less meaningful than this like period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, 2023 is going to be like the kind of end of the conjunction I've got for that. So that's going to be like the regeneration after like the kind of um, destruction. I don't want to use that word because I don't want to scaremonger or put that seed in there. But right. basically, let's see, if the Pluto return for the USA is a test of, and again, this is uh, from Karen Yee, test of the dirty laundry and skeletons in the closet. The question is, has the USA made best use 
of its birth chart, right? And I think that that is the conversation, which is like centuries overdue, right? It's right. finally fucking happening. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Right? Mic drop. I, I am. Uh, what a guy. I'm uh, nervous. But, but for real, like you can you can really see that all these like existential questions, like you're saying, Alexa, but like preaching these things, like people say, like, oh, like what is America? Like, um, yeah. Childish Gambino with that video, like, this is America. This is America. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, what are we, that or that? Like, what are we, the idealized version of ourselves or the, worst parts of ourselves i mean honestly like we're a blend of all of it but it's like we preach about the america the land of this and then in actuality you come here and it's like america like where you know the police will like shoot you (laughs) just for being a person um i had someone ask me um because we were talking alex and i were talking about going out of the country and someone asked me like what was the crime in the country that we were talking about going to and I was like, no worse than it is here, like <laughs> in America. Like, yeah, you could go to the grocery store and be a victim of a mass shooting. Like, that's a real. This is a real thing here. So, yeah. it's it's kind of wild when you think of you have this perception or idea of what you've been told America is growing up, but that's not the same place as it is, or it's it's not even the same place. It's we're starting to see what it actually is and what it's actually always been. Does that make sense? And maybe that's a part it's of like growing behind up. It's like behind the screen or behind Maybe the- that's like a part yeah. of growing up. Like when you go to like Disneyland as an adult and you're like, mm, it's just not the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying, Ambie. It's like, it, it, yeah, you're seeing through like the mask kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Definitely. So what is, so what, okay. So basically what you're saying, Michael, is because of the astro, where America is, the astrological chart, and because the Pluto return is happening and we're in this phase, that means over the next couple of years, we can anticipate seeing more disintegration and destruction of, uh, am I right? Of basically yeah. structures that have been in place and more things coming to light to be questioned. Yeah. I, I think so. Um, this guy, uh, sorry, another person who is really good, who knows, who's a uh, more experienced astrologer than me is Samuel F. Reynolds. And he is an American, first of all, and is a more experienced astrologer. He was talking about there's way more parallels um, than, mm-hmm. but there's, a, there's more parallels, sorry, between now and the astrology now and the astrology of um, like around the, the American Revolution as well. So mm. um, I think that, yeah, I think that the conversation that's finally been kind of triggered into uh into motion is gonna is gonna continue um and like i mean the Pluto return for the for great britain like it would survive like great britain's still here but it's like not like top dog anymore because it was definitely top dog like right. round about mm-hmm. like kind of before that happened roman empire survived the first one and kind of like then sp- like split a little bit like you were kind of saying before um like the usa kind of like being yeah. kind of like separated or whatever but um there's, it basically like you know at least you're having this like open discussion you know yeah which is obviously leading to realizations and i mean hopefully things will get better but you know like things like the the capital riots and all that kind of thing and the whole um like the the you know the q and on thing like people like buying into that stuff like so much it's like yeah. people need to there's like lots of work to be done and i think that like america has been kind of like 
suppressing, which Pluto's all about. If you suppress something, yeah. Pluto is going to get that shit out in the open. <laughs> you know? I have a question. I'm going to be selfish for a second. Um, does this mean that my shit, because I am a cancer as well, does this mean that my shit will be destructive for the next few years? I've got great news for you, Ambi. Okay. No. Excellent. <laughs> I'll take it. As like an American, as like you are a part of, like you represent part of the USA's like natal chart, right? Because you are right. like a part of that society. Right. But what we're talking about here is a Pluto return, which you're not going to experience unless you live to be 240, 50, whatever. Whoop, whoop. So, <laughs> you I never mean, know though. With immortality no. but also have to go through like pluto returns i don't know like i don't i don't i think isn't that what your I'm name okay. means ambi ambrosia means immortal um i don't know it does i thought, I it, meant, I thought it meant a god was it, it food means of the foods gods? of the gods food foods of the gods, gods but it also means immortal i'm pr- i promise you it means both things yeah that's so cool like what is alexa mean i'll google it alexa, right now bitch. alexa means helper of man god damn <laughs> Uh, ambrosia. Google it. Read it out loud. Ambrosia literally means immortality in Greek. That's what Yo. it says on Google. Well, enjoy your Pluto return, <laughs> <Yeah>. sucker. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. Well, so, right. Okay. So, so basically, um, yeah, I've seen that about the comes. parallels with the revolution too. I know, I know, we have to go in one second, but I've seen that about the parallels with the revolution too. And I do think it's um, also what I just saw was like you know how America's always been like we're number one, we're number one, yeah. and like we're better than everybody. I've always hated yeah. that. I've always hated that so much because I'm like, shut up! Like I don't want to be number one, and I get why. Whatever. When you go into like world politics and stuff like I understand why it's a benefit but the the point is uh I feel like that's maybe what will be balanced out through all of this is not necessarily like we're number one and like you're all down here it's more of a all working together type of thing or like you know well, it's gonna have being... to be yeah <laughs> Michael's like well it's yeah that's well I mean like global warming and COVID or whatever we need to yeah. all work together because I, I can, if I can quote a punk band called the Suicide Machines they said in one song it's gonna be one world or none oh shit I love that oh wow great. I like that great stuff Boom, so that's I, I hope so that I hope when, that fucking lecture was interesting or useful to someone it really was when I was just gonna ask you when do we have the Michael History Show coming out is there we literally i would love he'll be on our network yeah that's cool that would be amazing we could just work on like a specific time frame and you have you ever heard of drunk history that's what i was thinking yeah. get out of my head i was literally seeing I live that. there bitch i live Damn, there so, I could- so, like, <laughs> so like what I don't laugh at my jokes. It makes me laugh. So what I was thinking is, a uh, Michael, you could do like a whole segment, and because I like the way people explain history when they're like, "And this fucker totally said blah 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 blah." Yeah. It makes me understand it better. I'm like, "Yeah, that guy sucks." Okay, all right, same page. Here we go. Yeah. Casually explaining history, and then people act it out. I literally was seeing that for Michael earlier. That's so cool that you said that. Yeah, Michael. I mean, this could be a great thing. 
take astrology it's, and world of because I was about to be like Michael have you always been so into history like I literally cannot I never understood history it just never never have you ever seen there. the show rain Michael <laughs> what have you ever seen the show rain don't think so R-E-I-N. I've seen a lot of rain I'm Scottish but <laughs> it's about um oh, Queen Mary of Scots and Queen Elizabeth and they're oh, and I've heard it, of it but I haven't seen it it is fucking epic. It is amazing. Amazing, like, period of history. It's such a cool, like, character study. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so fascinating. Do you watch The Crown, Ambi? Um, I tried to get into The Crown. I think that I don't love uh, The Queen. Okay. Probably because I really sided with uh, Queen Mary, but that's not the point. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> because so the show made you biased. <laughs> did it's fine but anyway emily jacobson said i love rain and then she also said she also said i love ambi and alexa's friendship (laughs) (laughs) thank you it's the best um and when michael's here it just gets sets on fire michael is like the fuel to our fire it's it's truly (laughs) amazing and michael we missed the crap out of you thanks for coming back we're so happy to see you Thanks for preparing this like epic uh, histrology lesson for everyone. And um, you can have that name, by the way. Won't charge you for it mm. one bit. And um, please come back soon. How can people contact you if they want? Are you still are you doing astrology? What are you are you working with people? What are you doing? I'm I'm not I'm not doing consultations just now because I'm going through a period of like study and stuff. I'm basically cool. uh, broke all the boxes that I had like okay Venus is this the moon is this uh and I'm like studying and stuff to like basically make them like bigger boxes right now I am like five times the astrologer I was before but like wow. I need a little bit more time to like get to a thing where I'm like boom so not right now but you can find me on Facebook I'm in, in a bloom uh, uh Facebook group uh Michael Boyle you can find me there you can email me Michael Boyle all one word at gmail.com and I do have a Facebook page although I'm also incubating that so it's not a lot on there right now but you can still like it it's white magic magic ck with Michael you'll find it there how is that for a little infomercial like it perfect it's good well we love you so much we're so happy to see oh, you likewise. this is so good. amazing and- thanks so much for having me on i had so much fun and yeah in the future let's definitely do do a deep dive this was so much fun yeah, yeah. more deep dives thank yeah. you everyone for watching uh on facebook and commenting thank you everyone for listening and until next time keep on blooming bye everybody If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.